On today's show, our special guest is Kathy Kingen, co-owner of Salty Seafood Grills, as well as having a degree in nutrition from the UW. We've got updates on a restaurant sale in West Seattle, a new opening in Kirkland, and a new way to get your De Laurenti fix. Want to know what's happening in July? We'll tell you. It's all coming up on the Seattle Dining Show. Support for Seattle Dining and the Seattle Dining Show is provided in part by... Salty Seafood Waterfront Restaurants. Visit them on the water at their Alki, Redondo, and Portland locations. Hi, I'm Leslie Mackey from Macrina Bakery here in Seattle, and I want to welcome you to the Seattle Dining Show. Coming to you live at the Test Kitchen Studio high atop Queen Anne Hill, it is time for the Seattle Dining Show. Join us as we explore news about Northwest restaurants, take a look at upcoming events, discover new kitchen tips you can use at home, dive into great recipes, and much more. And now, here's your host, the senior editor, Connie Adams, and whoever else just happened to drop by today. Welcome to the July Seattle Dining Show, number 1907. I'm Connie Adams, Senior Editor, and I'm here with Tom Marin, publisher and owner of Seattle Dining. Howdy, howdy, howdy. Ooh, a triple howdy. Hey, you know what? I'm going to do a little balancing act on our monthly discussion. Uh-huh. We are having as our guest Kathy Kingen, who is a nutritionist, and we'll be talking about some ways to, you know, better your diet. Uh-huh. So I think in the monthly discussion part, let's talk about the opposite. What are our guilty pleasures food-wise? What's uh, your position on eating meals at different times during the day, like dinner for breakfast or whatever? Let's do that. Well, I like to get a Big Mac about 8 in the morning. 8 in the morning, yeah. That's and, then, and, and I top that off with an ice cream sandwich about 8.30. Okay, now... I'm thinking that's your healthy Big Mac you're making because you're not getting that at eight in the morning at McDonald's. Oh, they don't do they don't. Oh, they do breakfast all breakfast day. How come all they day. don't don't do Big Macs all day? Yeah, honestly, where is their marketing team? But I've had pizza for breakfast. It's okay. Yeah, I don't mind. I'm I'm open minded. You're open minded. Yeah. Do you ever make breakfast for dinner? Would you ever? Well, you don't even have a waffle maker, but would you make pancakes for dinner? Well, you know, I've been uh, doing this kind of sixteen-eight fast. Oh yeah, where you you can eat over an eight-hour period, and then you go sixteen without eating. Mm-hmm. And so my uh, nutritious shake that I like to make with yeah. the blueberries and the yogurt and all that—I've mm-hmm. made that for lunch. That's really yeah. good. Yeah, I had one of those for dinner the other night, actually. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes it just sounds good, and that's actually healthy. So, okay. Um, do you want to know my? Oh, yes. I want to know what, what's he's, your guilty pleasure. He's so interested in me. Just an aside. He forgets. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, my probably worst, honestly, guilty pleasure is the potato chip dip my family has always made. I think we're on three generations. Oh, no, more than that. Four generations of making it. It's nothing but cream cheese and milk and garlic salt. And dipping potato chips in it. Okay, well, we can work that up to a healthy, nutritious level. Well, actually, I have started always using organic cream cheese Mm -hmm. and organic milk. And then skip the garlic salt and go to some garlic or make yourself some garlic salt. We'd have to make the garlic. It's the the salt that sort of makes that all come together. And, of course, you're getting salt on the chips anyway. So you can go to a potassium chloride for that. 
Yeah, I, I don't think I've tried that. I would have yeah, to try and just, that. Uh, you just rip a little garlic. You don't even need to cook it up to, to make it dry like a garlic salt. You know, just take a little garlic. No, no, no. Then it's onion dip. This is, is something uh, very specific. You know, use a lot. Okay, we'll see. But um, there are organic uh, garlic salt you can buy. Oh, okay. Yeah, there's a couple different types. Oh, I'll so try that. Yeah. You can find that. See? And then just get some uh, organic potato chips. Yeah. So it's not as bad as it could be. Yeah. That's one of my favorite, favorite things. The other yeah, is... we fix that for you. Yeah. The other one I don't think you're going to fix is the C's Victoria Toffee. That is my... I'm not a big candy eater, but that's my candy. Yeah, and that's one. If I don't get it for you at Christmas, I'm in major trouble. You were in major trouble last mm-hmm. year, I'm just mm-hmm. saying. Mm-hmm. Lucky we're still here doing the show. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's talk about where we've been eating lately. What's up with you? Uh, let's see. We had a really lovely lunch over at uh, Charles Smith Winery, and we were celebrating rosés. Yes. And uh, quite good food. What was the name of the people who catered? It was Spinasse. Okay. Yeah. That was really good. It was amazing. Um Charles brought out some of his wines, and then he surprised us all when he opened up a 1976 Syrah from, mm, from mm, uh, mm. I think it was Argentina, wasn't it? I don't even remember. Somewhere Isn't that South horrible? America. It was just so good. I do have, I asked them to send me the list of what they had, so it's probably on there. We can find out. Yeah. It was amazing. That's some really good wines. That's a cool event room, too. He put a commercial kitchen in. It's not huge, but a commercial kitchen in there. And, yep. uh, the and whole. For- for those of you looking for event spaces, this is one to check out. Yeah. The whole area, the whole building is an, an amazing spot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, we also were going to have uh, dinner out the other night, and the, the restaurant that we wanted to go to was closed, so we walked around a corner to Grappa. And uh, on the top of Queen Anne, we had been there a long time ago when it first opened up, and it struck me as sort of American Greek cuisine mm-hmm. where it was the – the pita bread and the hummus and the olives and the veggies. Yeah. Um, and I had gone later with somebody else and and had a dinner, chicken dinner, and we had some lemon rice soup. And it was just not very flavorful. Yeah. So uh, now we went and, wow, we were blown away. We were. It was amazing. It was really great food. I would uh, I would encourage our listeners and readers to... Go to Grappa if you've never been. If you have been and didn't think you were going to go back, you should go back. Yeah, and we're in uh, touch with the owners, so hopefully I'll be having a written story about them sometime in the future. So that would be fun, too. Watch for that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Other than that, I did a road trip to John Day, and uh, my favorite restaurant was when I went to the grocery store and bought (laughs) yogurt and blueberries and oatmeal. That was my favorite restaurant. Yeah, mine too. Uh, Other than that, if you're uh, looking for an Epicurean adventure, John Day is not your city. No, that is not the place you're going to really get something wow at dinner. No way. So where have you been eating? Um, I have had a bunch of wow experiences. I went to lunch at Cafe Campagna and chose the Dungeness Crab Quiche. Killer. It was just like... Did you say Dungeness Crab Cheeks? Quiche. Oh, quiche. Yes, okay. quiche. Because I've never seen a Dungeness Crab Cheek before. <laughs> it's, a, it's a mix of halibut cheeks and Dungeness Crab. I think I'm going to create something like that. No, it was just like that quiche was just like velvet. It was incredibly good. And then I had lunch at 
Conversation, the place that took over Scout PNW at Thompson, Seattle. Mm-hmm. And I was really pleased with it. Um, the whole idea is, and I, it's sad that we even have to talk about this, but the idea is to have a place where you can go and actually converse over a meal. Share a meal, converse, share the plates, get off your phone. They, I think, um, jokingly in the beginning said they were going to actually take phones at the door so you couldn't take your phone in. But, you know, obviously that wouldn't work. But um, it was very good food. The pastry chef is doing some really fun stuff. Chef Derek, who we've had on the podcast, is, has got some really good dishes. Um, very enjoyable. So I would say go there. And you were saying that they put some stuff on the back of the menu to help people to come up with topics to talk yeah, about? sad that we would need that. But they have a little pocket on the inside back cover of the menu, and they'll put little cards in there, and they'll have questions on them. I think they should just make an app. No, no apps. You could you could use their app while you had your appies. <laughs> and you'd be on your phone again, which kind of defeats the purpose. <laughs> so then I went down to visit a friend in Tacoma, and the McMenamin's Elks Temple is open. And um, we've not always been impressed with their food, but I thought our lunch was pretty good. It was kind of their typical menu in the restaurant we were in mm-hmm. with the uh, tater, spicy tater tots and burgers and sliders. and uh, But they had some rice bowls and um, chicken wings, you know, uh, salads. But I thought actually the, the flavor and the quality was pretty good, mm. which was nice to see. And then they've got a tapas restaurant that spills out onto the patio that goes down the stairs to the level below. Quite a nice um, place. They've got like three other food and beverage outlets. It had like something on every floor, I think. I think so. And, yeah. and you know, typical McMenamins, there's crazy glass art and lots of lighting, different lights. Mm-hmm. So, uh, very fun. You know, it's a very fun place to go check out. We'll have to go uh, go down there sometime and, and explore all the uh, different places. Yeah, yeah. You can you can take me. Yeah, this whole take me business. I mean, I would love to, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so then, um, last week, I was in Walla Walla, and I had quite the culinary adventure. I had dinner at the Walla Walla Steak Company. I had lunch the next day at Crossbuck Brewing, which is in the same building, which is the old historic train depot. Mm-hmm. Um, they've done a heck of a job with that. They basically gutted it, but they've left as much original as they could. So the bricks on the floor are from China in 1914. There's white subway tiles they've managed to salvage. Wow. There's a, a window hanging on a wall that's just for you know decoration. It's not actually the window outside. But that was from the original train depot bathroom. Oh, wow. So they, they've really done a cool thing, and they've added a five-barrel brewery for Crossbuck, and the food's all out of the same kitchen. Chad Bostwick is the chef. He's doing a great job. So that, that was really fun. And then I went to Eritage for dinner the next night, which mm-hmm. is the resort about 10 minutes outside of Walla Walla, and you would think you were a million miles from anywhere. Oh, wow. It is really a lovely spot. You're in the middle of the wheat fields and the vineyards. They have a rosé right now that comes from the vineyard you're looking at as you dine. Mm. So it's just – it's and it, the restaurant is not huge, 10, 12 tables, something like that. Mm, that's, yeah, um, not big. Not big, but um, – I could probably run that myself. You might be able to, but mm. you'd have to duke it out with Chef Brian. <laughs> um, and then also fun, besides having a great dinner, um, 
Oh, and by the way, the, the food there is a lot organic. They had um, a bucatini with organic meatballs, lamb and beef meatballs. Mm-hmm. Um, there was something, oh, the, the half, the fried chicken, which is, you know, probably not your healthiest thing, but it's Brian's grandmother's recipe, but he uses organic chicken. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you're getting some healthy options there. And then we got to look at a room and go into one of the bungalows on the lake. So mm. very fun. We could we could hear at night in the dark, we could hear the frogs jumping in the man-made lake. And mm. so it was very, the man-made frogs jumping yeah. in the man-made lake. And I think, you know, I would like that job, and I could put a little string on those fake frogs and throw them in and pull them back. Yeah. I could do that job. Yeah. Yeah. So that's where I've been eating and having fun. All right. Well, let's take a little break, and when we get back, we're going to get into the news bites. Excellent. Support for Seattle Dining and the Seattle Dining Show is provided in part by Petra Mediterranean Bistro. Take a journey to Greece, Lebanon, Jordan, and the North Shore of Africa by way of Belltown as you dine in a welcoming atmosphere and experience the hospitality that Chef Call provides. Need a quick bite? Drop into the attached cafe or shop for authentic flavors in their adjoining store. Visit PetraBistro.com for more information. Hi, I'm Andrea. I'm from Bellevue. One of my favorite restaurants is Cactus in Bellevue. I had an amazing dish, prawns with a spicy sauce on top that just made your mouth water. Mmm. This is Jeremy McLaughlin, chef with Salty Seafood Grills, and you are listening to The Seattle Dining Show. We are back on the Seattle Dining Show. I'm Tom Marin, the publisher, and I'm here with Connie Adams, our senior editor in the front of the house. Yes, I am. And we are going to get into the news bites. We have a lot of news bites going on this month, and we have so many. We're not going to have time to do them all here on the show, but that's okay, because all you got to do is go to seattledining.com, click on the news bites link, and you can read them all. You will find so much interesting stuff going on this month. Um, Mashiko in West Seattle, which has always been kind of the sustainable sushi place, has been sold by owner Hajimi Sato to three of his longtime employees. They apparently do intend to keep it as it is. That's what they always say. I know. We hope it's true in this case, but you never know. Things do change. Then Sam Choi Poke, Poke to the Max, has opened, I believe, their third location. This one's in uh, Lakeshore Plaza in Kirkland. They'll be doing the regular menu as as is at the other locations, but this place will also offer fish and chips and sandwiches filled with either Korean chicken or shrimp. I think that's interesting. Hmm. little fusion going on there. Yeah, that sounds like they're Korean getting into the fish and chips thing instead of doing just poke. Yeah. Maybe, maybe, we're, maybe we're finally running out of poke. Yeah, you know what? That I just read something. I might have been Seattle Met the other day about... Um, You'd think the poke thing would be over, but it's not. The trend is not done. So, um, The former executive chef of Ryder, David Nichols, is planning his own spot to open this August. It's going to be called Eight Row, which refers to the extra-large cherries. He grew up in Kashmir, so I think he knows this stuff. It's I guess be, we're all going to have to learn it. Yeah. 
and that's okay. <laughs> big cherries are fine. It's going to open in the Green Lake oh, area. Big cherries. I big thought you cher- said big chairs. No, no, no. Oh, big cherries. Cherries. Okay. You you live in such a fun world. I know. With this hearing loss, it's not uh, actually not fun, but fun for me perhaps. So that's going to be Pan American cuisine, cocktails, wine, weekend brunch. Then Bryn Lumsden, Jacob Edelstein, Angel Azcaraga, and Adam Mann of Damn the Weather will open the Champagne Diner in the former Citizen Six spot in Inner Bay. They're going to be doing updated diner food. Apparently, they're going to have uh, that green and pink motif, you know, that was so popular with diners. Natural wine only. I can hardly wait. Green and pink motif. I think it's going to be good, though, because they're updating. It's not going to be scary green and pink. We hope. So that's looking like mid-August. You'll have to take me there. Yeah, there's another place I need to take you. Another place we have been and done this in the past is the Capitol Grill's Generous Pour. That begins July 8th, and it's a very fun thing that you order whatever you want for your meal and, and pay for that, but for $28 more, you can get seven wine selections. And I believe these are full pours. Um <laughs> You can get the story behind the wines and then pair them mm. with your entree choice. Maybe start with a wine. I don't then, think you're getting full pours. Yeah, seven would be too much. That would be a lot of wine for someone yeah. to take down. Maybe three and a half glasses worth, but not yeah. seven. Yeah, that, you're probably right. That doesn't make sense. You would be so um, – p- police would just be waiting outside. The Uber. Yeah. The Uber would be on the way. Exactly, which <laughs> is what we do anyway, so – then um, this is kind of a fun thing. De Laurentiis at Pike Place Market has started an online store. And items are available in Washington and Northwest Oregon right now. Um, if you order by 3 p.m. on a weekday, you can get it delivered the next day. So you can only order if you live in Washington or Northwest Oregon? But that's not the only place they'll deliver. Okay. So, you know. Oh, I see. Maybe you live in Minnesota, but you're visiting Northwest Oregon. Then but you could have I, it delivered to Northwest Oregon. Well, I was going to say, can, I, can, can someone in the Midwest just buy and have it shipped to them by whatever? Um, you know, I don't know that. It seems to me if you've got an online store. But maybe they haven't done all the permitting and stuff from state to state. I think there's probably oh. a lot to that. I don't know. Huh. Um, but that would be fun. And, you know, you were not. Totally familiar with De Laurentiis, and it's it's got all its great Italian things. It's got um, tapenades and you sauces. Take me down there. Yeah, you get me out of here. You, you got to get out more. I'm telling <laughs> you, it's not like they haven't been there a few years, you know. And then um, Travis Rosenthal, owner of Tango and Rumba, purchased Agua Verde Cafe earlier this year, as we had talked about, but he has now expanded the patio and added an indoor bar. More Ubers. For yes. those rainy days. Yes, exactly. Then up on Queen Anne, the Queen Anne Olive Oil Company has been sold, and it's now a bit of taste, Queen Anne Olive Oil. The new owners are doing really fun things. They're going to have oil and vinegar classes so that you can learn more about it. They're adding some more flavors. They've got some olive oil products coming, like soaps and serums. So I think, you know, they've they've got a lot planned. I think it's going to be really fun, and they're not doing away with anything that was so great anyway. Yeah, because I love that olive oil and that infused balsamic. Oh, my God. So good. And they, you know, they have truffle salt. Oh, they're going to do some herbs and salt in bulk. Mm. I thought that was going to be really great, too. So so that's fun coming up. 
Oh, they're in there, so it's not coming up. Um, then Como, a new restaurant in Kirkland, has opened, and they took the Bin on the Lake spot at the Woodmark Hotel area in Carillon Point. Mm-hmm. They are owned by Trevor and Lee Greenwood, Chef Gabriel Chavez, and a few other investors, and they're doing the Food of Lombardia region that's around Lake Como, Italy. They've got an indoor and outdoor lounge with a fireplace and bar. It sounds like it's going to be very fun. And they also have like a 12 or 16-seater wooden boat runaround. So, so if you haven't been on the lake, now you can be on the lake. Yes, exactly. <laughs> been on the lake is gone, but you can be on the lake. So, And they're actually um, doing a little fun thing with the Thompson Hotel. I think by the end of June it was that they were going to have this in place where you get an overnight and uh, cocktails in the bar at Thompson, and then you can walk down, which is doable, to Lake Union and hop on the boat, and they'll take you over to Como. And Kirkland, so very fun. The news out of uh, Rosario Resort, we just did that big story on them and had such a great time with Holly and Chef Raymond Southern, and they have both departed. With more to come. Yes, with more to come. We think. Yeah, they have some more, something, a project coming up, so we'll have that in maybe a month or so. And then Trove has closed on Capitol Hill at the end of June, which is another kind of a place you never took me. Yeah, another well, another place I never went, and which is why <laughs> they're probably not there. There's no support. But on the other end of things, Oliver's Lounge at Mayflower Hotel is celebrating 43 years. Now, see, you know how you get to celebrate 43 years is if you have us over to your place. Yes. Then you stick around. So if you own a restaurant and you haven't had Tom and Connie in yet, you need to get a hold of us and set a time up yes. and we'll come in. And, and this and is that not. will ensure your longevity. This is not begging on our part. We're trying to help you. Oh, no. We're not yeah. trying to get our next meal or anything like that. <laughs> uh, let's see. The former Little London Plain space on Occidental Avenue is now Tavern Pacific. I can say that. I never went to a little London plane. Yeah, I didn't make it there too. We had I we went to an opening someplace you did not go there, but they had food from London plane, but I never made it to little London plane. Hmm. But it's now Tavern Pacifica with Latin beers, cocktails, homemade versions of regional specialties. It's Chef Tabor Turpin of Copal and Archer Brown in the bar. He's been at Jazz Alley and Tavern Law. And this is Matt Dallin Dillon as a silent partner. So I'm assuming he's still holding the lease. Uh huh. And then Brendan McGill, who honesty honestly is just opening a lot, but is now saying maybe uh, time to take a little break. But he's opening a Roman style pizza bar, Bartaglio, this summer in the Exchange Building in downtown Seattle. He has a cafe in there, and this is across the lobby from the cafe. So. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Makes it easy to get, you know, if you run out of ones over on one side, just go over the other and get some ones. Exactly. Or, you know, you don't have your chef or something. (laughs) (laughs) So the last one I want to talk about is a little in advance, but um, we've been hearing about it for several years, that Chandler's Cove on South Lake Union, it was going to go under a revitalization kind of thing. And um, Dukes is moving to uh, what we think is rocks, the old rock salt. It's 1111. Fairview Avenue, um, and then Daniels will end up leaving because they're going to put up a two-story, fifty thousand square foot building next to a thirty thousand two-story, uh, one-story building, and then another two-story, thirty thousand square foot building. 
um, Daniels will be moving out. They have a right to come, you know, the first right of refusal or something to come back in. Mm-hmm. And they just said it just depends on what they offer them, if they go back in or not. Yeah, and they already opened up that new place downtown. Yeah. Around Olive and 8th there yeah. or somewhere. So. Which is great. It's kind of a Daniels light, it felt like to us. But um, there's nothing like being on the water there. I know my, my uh, wallet was lighter when I left. Definitely. Definitely it was. But we knew that going in. But um, this is a Vulcan project, and what they're doing is expanding the dining, retail, and recreation stuff. So this is in advance. They're talking about really starting to design this summer. Mm-hmm. So it's not an instantaneous thing. So when they say recreation, this will be like the way it used to be when you could float your boat up to... Yeah, uh, I'm kind of hoping that they will have more of that, that you don't have to own a 40-foot boat to get in there, you know? yeah. She used to float your boat up to Hooters. No, remember there well, was a Hooters probably, down yeah, there. Yeah, there was years a Hooters ago, down there before Dukes was in yeah. there. And remember when um, Schwartz Brothers had Benjamins there in the summer? They'd put up that little boat and they did fish and chips out of the boat. Oh, but, you know, it was a, not a real boat; it was a, a wooden boat that they had on the lawn. Mm-hmm. But that was always kind of fun too. But no poke. No poke. Just fish and chips. Exactly. <laughs> before the poke trend. All righty. Hey, let's uh, take a little break, and we'll come back and do the calendar for July. Support for Seattle Dining and the Seattle Dining Show is provided in part by... Revolve True Food and Wine Bar in Bothell, where a passion for wellness, wonderful food, and good wine infuses everything they do. All menu items are free of gluten, grains, preservatives, trans fats, GMO, and soy. Enjoy wild seafood, organic farm-fresh eggs, and seasonal organic produce. Find them at RevolveFoodWine.com. Hi, this is Julie from Wallingford, and one of my favorite restaurants is The Whale Winds. This is Lisa Bear from Bear Winery in the Woodenville Warehouse District, and you're listening to the Seattle Dining Show. We are back on the Seattle Dining Show. I'm Tom, and Connie is here, and we I are going to cover the calendar for July. So what's, what's going on? Well, let's start off with Saturday, July 13th from 5.30 to 9. It's the Proof Washington Distillers Festival at the Fremont Studios. We're planning to go to that this year. I'm kind of looking forward to this. Um, $60 general admission gives you tasting tokens, commem- a commemorative shot glass, VIP ticket gets you in an hour early, which is good if you really like talking to the distillers or the people there who are any of the producers, because they have a little more time to talk when it's not so full. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's kind of fun, and it gets you a nicer tasting glass, a swag bag, and a couple extra tasting tokens. You can buy the craft spirits. There's local food there. There's cocktails. More than 40 Washington independent distilleries. So they're doing traditional favorites and new releases. Isn't that something? Because 15 years ago, there wasn't any. I know. And now we're going to have 40 just at this one event. Yeah, so cool. Um, And there will be experts there to help you set up your home bar and give you cocktail tips. Mm, I need that. Yeah. Because my cocktails suck. Oh, they do not. We had an excellent mojito last night. (laughs) 
All right. Uh, Sunday, July 14, you got the French cheese and chocolate experience, courtesy of Gilbert's Cheese Experience. And uh, this will be happening with a uh, Bastille Day celebration of cheese and chocolate. And uh, I guess you were telling me that Brian Gilbert is doing these pop-up experiences. Yeah. And he is the head cheesemonger at Beecher's. Right. Uh, You can can choose between three classes if you want to do the classes. Uh, But it's going to be 115, 230, and 345. Uh, make sure you arrive ten minutes early, and that's all that's happening are the classes. Oh, that's so it's it. not, okay. yeah, yeah, and it's forty dollars. Forty bucks. Yeah, gotcha. So then the same day on the fourteenth, it's four thirty to ten at Cafe Campania, and that's their seventeenth annual Bastille Day celebration. Free admission. You just buy food, wine, and beer. Available for purchase throughout the restaurant and in Post Alley, and live entertainment, musical entertainment. And still more going on on Sunday, July 14th, 1 to 10 p.m. Serafina Cicchetti is having their ninth annual garden party. There's no charge to walk through the door. Yes. Uh, but uh, they will have food and drink tickets available the day of the event. And what's the point if you're not going for food and oh, drink? Oh, yeah. I'm just going to go there to be seen, I hope. Huh. Uh, there will be a bartender competition at 2 p.m. Uh, highlights include whole roasted pigs, a patio grilling. A they're going to grill the patio. Yeah, nice. that's going to be tasty. Uh, going to have paella, frozen treats, wood fire pizza oven, ro- rose garden, uh, entertainment, a photo booth, an oyster bar, and more. It sounds like they're going all out. So uh, wow! And if that's not enough for you. Also on the same day, from 5 to 9 p.m., Ciudad and Salt and Straw is putting on an ice cream dinner. So it's $150 plus ticket fees per person, and all five courses involve either ice cream, sorbet, or gelato. But it's things like Dungeness crab, oysters, barbecue pork shoulder, duca with veggies. It's going to be very interesting. This is a unique one. Mm-hmm. And they will have rosé wine pairings from Long Shadows, which can never be bad. And Tyler, who is the ice cream maker for um, Salt and Straw, will will be including a copy of his new book in that price. Oh, good. Yeah. Uh, Thursday, July 18th at 6 p.m. out at Eritage, where you just came from. Uh-huh. Eritage Resort Guest Chef Series, Walla Walla. It's going to be $150 per person. Uh, $75 additional if you want to do the wine pairings. You'll be getting a six-course meal celebrating the region's bounty. The featured chefs are Matt Broussard from Tom Douglas, Rock Silva from Georgetown Ballroom, Crin Chun from Miller's Guild, Brian Price from Eritage Resort, and winemaker Peter Devison from Cataretta Wines. This is a series they're doing in the summer. They did one in June, and there's some more coming up. So um, if you think this is fun and you can't make that date, keep watching. Look for more, yeah. Yeah. And then on uh, Saturday, July 20th, what do we have going on there? From 5 to 6.30, it's another Gilbert Cheese Experience pop-up. This one is Cheese, Chocolate, and Wine with Willridge Winery, 65 per person, this is one of those things they're, they're talking about, some natural things, natural biodynamic wines, 
handmade cheeses from artisan creameries, using time-honored traditions of cheesemaking. And they're, they want to get across that things that are made this way are delicious, but also sustainable for the planet. Um, so you can see, hear, taste, smell, have fun, interact, and learn from the producers. And it all takes place at Indie Chocolate on Western Avenue. Mm. Yum. All righty. Um, there's more on our calendar. Just go to seattledining.com and click on the calendar. And uh, we're going to take a little break. When we come back, we have a very special guest that we'll be doing an interview with. Can hardly wait. Support for Seattle Dining and the Seattle Dining Show is provided in part by Collections Cafe at Chihuly Garden and Glass at the Seattle Center. Enjoy Northwest Fair, craft beer, and Northwest wine surrounded by Dale Chihuly's eclectic collections. For more information, go to ChihulyGardenAndGlass.com. Hi, my name is Kevin Lance. I live in Mill Creek, and my favorite restaurant is Oshino, and it's because it's the best sushi around. Hey, it's Rachel Bell. I'm the host of the podcast Your Last Meal and a personality and feature reporter on Cairo Radio. And you're listening to the Seattle Dining Show. We are back on the Seattle Dining Show. I'm here with Connie Adams, the senior editor and the front of the house. And we have a special guest in the studio with us today, uh, Kathy Kingham, who is one of the owners of Salty's with her husband, Jerry, has come to uh, sit in with us and talk about nutrition because Kathy has a degree in nutrition out of University of Washington. Connie, go ahead. Take it away. It's so nice to have you here. Oh, thanks, Connie. <laughs> it's great to be here with it you guys. Is. And we're, we're both excited about this. We were just saying this is such an important conversation that we're going to have today because it's about inflammation and why inflammation is supposed to be a good thing in your body, but because it gets prolonged or becomes chronic, it's a very bad thing. And you can control a lot of that with food, right? Oh, that is very true. Is it? Can you almost completely control it with food? Oh, I would say no. Okay. You can't control it with food because there are exterior factors that get involved. But yeah. but food is the most important thing that we can do. It's it's the point where we can take action and, okay. um, and we can control it. And that's what's important. Yeah. So that you do us. what you can do. Right. So tell me, give me a little background about why inflammation is good and why it goes bad. Okay, well, there are two different kinds of inflammation, and one is essential, and the other one is non-essential. So the essential one is acute inflammation, and it's a survival, really important um, mode that our body goes into when it gets attacked. So an attack would be something like uh, a bacteria, a virus, a sliver, a cut. Oh, really? Anything um, that... gets into your skin. Right, right. So something happens, or maybe you just exercise really hard. And uh, that creates the need for an inflammatory response. So this would be um, what we would call a uh, essential inflammation and a 
and a pro-inflammatory reaction. So your body actually goes into a mode where it you might see, let's say it's a sore throat. Mm-hmm. So you're, it will swell and it'll turn pink. Mm-hmm. And that's a pro-inflammatory reaction. And then what you want is um, the anti-inflammatory reaction to come into play. So these are... Um, uh, like the firemen who come to put the fire oh, out. Okay. So you want the fire to happen so that your body knows something's wrong. Yeah. But you need to put the fire out. Okay. And so this is called acute inflammation. And it's uh, it's a protective response for our body. It produces healing. Okay. And um, and it's very important. So when that happens, you your body's immune response kicks in. Mm-hmm. And the neutrophils, who are the, like the firemen with the hoses, mm-hmm. come and attack the situation and cool it all down. Yeah. And so that's kind of what okay. happens with acute inflammation. So that's the good guy. Okay. Now the, there's another kind of information. <laughs> Always. <laughs> that is the bad guy. And uh, that is called chronic inflammation. And this is the sneaker. Uh, this is the one that is non-essential. And what it is, is more of a pro-inflammatory response with no anti-inflammatory. Oh, so it just keeps going. Right. So it keeps going. It's a smoldering fire that's just sort of eating away in your body, uh, causing disease. So, so chronic inflammation can last a long time. Um, acute inflammation is short time. Okay. So it's very short-lived, like a few days, a week, you know, you, okay. you your sore throat goes away. So that's that's the kind of healing effect that a chronic inflammation would have short term. But long term chronic is what we want to avoid because if we are in a chronically inflamed state, then we set ourselves up for chronic disease. Oh, okay. And and that's what we don't want. So that's the bad guy. So yeah. we want to figure out how to put that smoldering fire out. Yeah. And what causes it? What brings you to a chronic state? What kind of things happen? Well, you know, there are causes that we can control and causes that we can't control. Okay, so genetics plays so, a part. Well, genetics, yeah, can play, can predispose you to a chronic disease, okay. that's for sure. Um, I think what the number one thing we could all do is is stop aging. So that would help. <laughs> I'm all for that. And, and I'm going to make that. that happen right here I, on this show. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'm all for that. And uh, <laughs> anyway, um, stop aging is one. Uh, smoking. Oh yeah, is a really big one. Uh, so that's something we do chronically. We do it over a long time, years mm-hmm. and years and years, and it, and it has its effects. Um, lack of exercise mm. is another one that causes inflammation. So um, when you don't 
have that, you know, I spoke about it briefly in acute inflammation, mm-hmm. but when you don't have the pro-inflammatory, anti-inflammatory response going, mm-hmm. that, you know, ec- exercise actually creates that. It's sort of a tear down, oh. then you build back up, okay. right? Yeah. So if you don't do that consistently, then you're not getting that anti-inflammatory response oh, going. So okay. it's a, that's important. Um, and it, keeps everything fresh, yeah. right? Rebuilding those yeah. cells. So that's good. Um, unhealthy environment. Mm. You know, if you're working around chemicals and you're not wearing a mask, that kind of thing, mm-hmm. that's what whatever um, you can do in your own environment to control. That yeah. helps too. But A number one, A number one, <laughs> A number one, is <laughs> what you put in your body. It's oh. what you eat. And okay. that's... That's what I love to focus on. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. So, so, so let's talk about food. Yeah. The good foods, the bad foods. Yeah. What, what things should we avoid? Okay. Well, let's, well, let's just start by saying what I always love to say, which is that <laughs> good food is good medicine. Oh, okay. Okay. But... The reverse side of that is you know, bad food is like a bad drug. Yeah. So so if we focus on good food and putting good food mm-hmm. in our body, then, then... That takes care of... Right. Yeah. Right. So you don't want to trigger inflammation in your body by mm-hmm. what you put in it. Yeah. Because it's a choice every day. It's a choice. Yep. You know, what you put in your body at breakfast, what you know, lunch, mm-hmm. dinner, what you snack on. Um all those things are really important choices that that we make. Yeah. So um, it doesn't matter so much on that one day when you're going to have that sort of cheater yeah. apple fritter. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I know. There's one in my neighborhood. <laughs> Love it. But um, but over time. Yeah. Over time, it does matter, and it, and it matters what the accumulative effect okay. is. Um, and so if you were smoking and eating fried food and sugary food and, mm-hmm. you know, um, using toxic cleaning products yeah. and, you know, all kinds of things, you know, it all and not, and, you know, you've got a lot of belly fat and you've, and you're, you know, all of, and not exercising. Yeah. These things all add together. Yeah, to make um, for a a bad recipe, mm-hmm. and and that those are all pro-inflammatory things that you're doing yeah. to your body. So you don't you don't want to um, be in that yeah. place. You know, you want to just treat yourself better. Yeah, you know, yeah. love yourself more. Yeah, and 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 do better things um, in your day and over time. So. Yeah. Um, so at the risk of sounding like a, a Laura, what a L'Oreal ad, we're worth it. We're, we're, we're worth it. it. Yes, we are. Yes, put we put the are. right things in. That's right. No, yeah. so so just to illustrate, um, how good food is like good medicine, and mm-hmm. and and bad foods are like drugs. So you know, we all know that if you have a headache and you take something for it, can work mm-hmm. right away, and you're mm-hmm. like, oh. What really? Love that. Um, but food is is also. I mean, we're 
everything is a compound. It's a, you know, it all breaks down mm-hmm. to chemicals, right? And so food is is also basically a chemical. Mm-hmm. And so 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 when you <laughs> eat, let's just say for instance, asparagus, mm-hmm. right? You have have the asparagus and wow, next trip to the loo, yep. you're like, wow, that smells like asparagus. Yeah. And so you can understand that those compounds have already hit your bloodstream and gone all the way through your kidneys. Wow. Fast. That's fast. That's really fast. Yeah. But it's it's there. And so you have to understand that that you're like taking asparagus like you would take that pill. Oh, yeah. And so so that asparagus is like a good medicine, mm-hmm. right? It's it's bringing this myriad of compounds of great nutrients to your body. And yeah. um and so that's just a little you know, illustration illustration of how mm-hmm. how that works. Yeah. And um and so you know, keeping keeping food real mm-hmm. is is the most important thing mm-hmm. that you can do, right? Tom really so. got us started. I don't know, a couple of years ago now on eating organics and mm-hmm. and grass fed meats and things like that. And just, just eating like people used to eat two hundred years ago. Yeah, right, right. Yeah. So so it's made a difference. But I'm no angel. You know, well, no one's perfect. Uh, I'm due for a trip to McDonald's. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) You go for it. (laughs) You aren't coming with us? (laughs) Oh, gosh. Well, uh, yeah, so real food, keeping it real, I think that's the important thing. And so um, there are foods that are especially good in the antioxidant category mm-hmm. and um, anti-inflammatory. So antioxidants are anti-inflammatory. Oh, okay. So, you know, foods like fish, especially cold water fish, okay. um, fish like salmon. So salmon, um, you know, they spend a few years eating and swimming around in the ocean mm-hmm. uh, and then they start coming back up their streams to spawn, but they don't do that until they've accumulated so much fat mm-hmm. that they can make the whole trip without stopping for lunch. Wow. So so all that fat is is really good fat and mm-hmm. um and good proteins with um bioactive peptides that are all anti inflammatory. So oh, okay. salmon is just one of the best ones, but halibut, sardines, those kinds of yeah. cold water fish. I've heard mackerel's a good one. Yeah. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. sure. Um really colorful fruits and vegetables. You eat the rainbow of fruits and vegetables and you're gonna you're gonna be on the right track. Okay. That's for sure. And um, like darker things like um uh what am I trying to say? The greens that are darker. Swiss chard. Yes, and kale as opposed to and, yeah. butter or head lettuce or kale, something. Kale, that's, right. that's just a, a garnish, isn't it? <laughs> exactly. That's all it used to you be. You throw it away. It would separate all of our vegetables yeah. in, in the uh, grocers. Yeah. yeah. You know, I, was, island, it's, yeah. I was <laughs> recently reading on fruits that you want to stay away from tropical fruits because the sugar content's too high. Well, the sugar... The the biggest problem with sugar is added sugar. 
Okay. So, yeah, tropical fruits do have a lot of sugar, but it's not added sugar, so it's not the same thing. So, so um, you want to stay away from added sugar, but mm-hmm. you want to focus on, you know, things that are good for you, like... I want to just try to go back to my list of mm-hmm. um, things to to do, but there are you know green tea and red wine and dark chocolate are all good, okay. and spices, ginger, turmeric, curry, those kinds of things yeah. are really great. But um, you want to eat a healthier diet. Focus on things that are real. Yeah. Again, I can't say that enough. Just not blended and chemically induced and. Well, right. So prepared foods, you know, really mm-hmm. have a, a, a higher inflammatory index. So you would, okay. you would, um, like a like a white bread has had all the fiber and most all the nutrients sifted out. Mm-hmm. So you know, why not get a, a bread that is whole grain mm-hmm. uh, and it's. Uh, Hopefully non-GMO. Yeah. That can yeah. be an inflammatory factor. Um, organic, if you can find that as well, mm-hmm. and and if you the real topper would be if it was sprouted um, oh, okay. or fermented. So sprouted would would um, sprouted grains that have have gone through a process where they've fermented a little bit, and that's really good for your microbiome for your gut. Oh, okay. So so that's. Okay. Also Sounds like good. you're describing Dave's killer bread. Well, not all of his bread is uh, not all of sprouted, it, yeah. but yeah. he does make a sprouted bread, and Ezekiel makes a sprouted bread. Okay. And so there, there are you know just read your labels. Yeah, that's yeah. a big. That's a big. Yeah. I would say read your. There labels. was a um, is a couple who were in the food industry in Seattle, and they started making hummus, and it sprouted hummus. Mm. See, that's another yeah. great. A great. Is that the Zeta? It it's um, starts with the Z. I think so. It's been a while since we talked Z-E, to them about it. Zeta, something like um, that. It's not organic, which kind of stopped us. But maybe the sprouted. I mean, maybe it's so close, and it's so expensive to certify. I think that's why it's yeah. not organic because they didn't get it certified. Yeah. Right. And it, they could be doing all the right things, but not pay for the certification. So. Mm-hmm. And that's oh, that's true. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Let's see. Um, so, really, what you're saying on the sugar issue is that as long as it's not added sugar, you don't have to totally worry about that. Well, you don't have to worry about it as much. As much. Okay. Um, yeah. So. So. Right. So sugar can be inflammatory. So you don't want to eat things that are super high in sugar. Uh, if you can yeah. help it, right? So right. Um, it's inflammatory foods like sugar uh, cause free radicals. Mm. Okay, so free radicals are um, imagine <laughs> it's kind of a Rob Peter to pay Paul process. Okay, okay. In order to be whole, I I need this extra electron. Okay, well mm-hmm. I need something. Okay, mm-hmm. and you have it, mm-hmm. so I'm going to come and get yours. Okay, but now you don't have it, yeah. and so you're going to turn to Tom, and you're going to take his. Mm-hmm. And pretty soon, you've got this chain reaction, 
And and that is what free radicals oh, okay. do. And it's kind of like a run in a nylon, and it just doesn't stop. Oh, okay. And free radicals cause cellular damage and DNA damage. Wow. And so if you um, limit through what you eat mm-hmm. and what you do and don't do, you can reduce the number of free radicals in your body, and free radicals cause aging you know, so yeah. this is a little incentive. There. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you want to look better. Um, but free radicals cause what I just described, and mm-hmm. that's and what that does is 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 um, labeled oxidative stress. Mm. Okay, so oxidative stress is that that chain reaction, and that causes the DNA and cellular damage, and then that damage eventually causes disease. Okay. So let's take a little break, and um, we'll be right back with more on this interview. Support for Seattle Dining and the Seattle Dining Show is provided in part by... B&E Meats and Seafood, your neighborhood butcher with four locations to serve you in Des Moines, Berrien, Newcastle, and the top of Queen Anne Hill. Unique products, great meats, the freshest seafood, and a knowledgeable, friendly staff make shopping at B&E Meats and Seafood the best choice. Hi, this is Kasia. I live in Snohomish, and my favorite little restaurant is right on the first street. It's called Gorilla Bites. And um, it's family-owned, and it's all organic food, extremely sweet atmosphere, delicious food, and I highly recommend you stop by and try. Hi, this is Kathy Casey, and you're listening to the Seattle Dining Show. We're back with Kathy Kingen, and I've got three things in this section I want to talk about. The first is oils. There's a lot of information out there about what oil you should use for this and that, what's, you know, like the vegetable oil and canola oils we all grew up on are really not the things to use. But there's also an issue about smoke point and which oils can be heated to a higher degree without damaging yourself. So let's talk a little bit about oils. Oils. Okay. Yeah. Let's do it. Um, First of all, I want to say that when you're using oil, use fresh oil. Okay. Okay. Because oil that has been sitting around a long time is already breaking down and having uh-huh. yet it containing free radicals. Cloudy. So cloudy oil. Cloudy oil. Rancid yeah. smelling oil. Smell your oil. Oh, yeah. It's bad you know, when it's read bad. Read your expiration dates. But yeah. but 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 remember that uh, if you store your oil over your stove. And then it's heating and cooling, heating, cooling, mm-hmm. and then that's breaking your oil down as well. Okay. So store it in a cooler, dry, darker place, okay. and you'll have fresher oil. Okay. So oh, that's, that's Im- good. important. Uh-oh. I just lost my backsplash on yep. my stovetop. You know, I have to say I've worried about that for a long time. It seems like it's too close to the stove. Yeah. 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 So so protect your oils because uh, – you don't want them breaking down yeah. ahead of time, and then, and then when you cook with them, um, you know you heat your oil to a shimmer, okay, and then you start using it. But 
once you see it smoking, then it's hit its smoke point, and yep. you don't want that to happen because when it hits the smoke point, the oil is breaking down and it's releasing free radicals. Oh. So you, you just you don't want to do that. So and then if you hit the smoke point then there's actual real danger that you're going to hit, hit the flash point. And flash point is where the, the uh, oil will ignite, and that's what causes kitchen fires. Yeah. So watch your oil. Okay. Uh, it's, it's important. It's very interesting to me because you yeah. see a lot of recipes that call for bringing the oil to just smoking. I don't right. know why that is. There, and, and actually there's a lot of recipes from chefs that talk about using a certain kind of oil like olive oil and bringing up to 400 degrees, which is not a good idea. Why, why mm. is that? Well, okay, well, first of all, you can bring olive oil up to that degree if it's the right kind of olive oil. So mm-hmm. I'm, oh, okay. Extra yeah, light. So, so extra light, ref- which is refined. Okay. And so extra light has a higher smoke point. Mm-hmm. And so don't, don't waste your, your good. good olive oil <laughs> yeah. when, when, you're, when you're sautéing or frying something. Yeah. Use, use the, re- the highly refined olive oil. Okay. But if you're going to dress a salad, then use the most gorgeous olive oil yeah. you can find. And... Um, and that's the perfect use for that olive oil. So yeah. I'm a big olive oil fan personally, mm-hmm. and so I kind of like to stay in that zone. Yeah. And and so mm-hmm. uh, it it actually is higher in omega-3. It's on its um, <clears throat> fatty acid chain that the location of its – unsaturation point mm. okay i'm getting a little technical here but um is is uh, more stable oh okay and so and so you um you just do better with olive oil okay well, i'm all for that favorite. that's I love my olive oil. yeah 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 all right so let's move on to the omega-3 omega-6 issue because we get a lot of omega-6 in our diet and omega-3 is actually better for us we have to work a little bit for it don't we Okay, so um, omega-6 and omega-3 are both essential. Okay. Your body can't make them, and we have to get them through our diet, but your body needs them. Okay. So, so um, they're essential. So what is important is that um, you get enough omega-3 in the balance. So your ratio of how much omega-6 to how much omega-3 is important. But, mm-hmm. okay, that sounds really technical, but the the way that you know whether you're getting more omega-6 is by, you know, how much snack food you're eating oh, and okay. processed food, that you're going to get way more of omega-6 in those things. Okay. And so um, we probably get enough omega-6 just... Without even thinking about yeah, it. Yeah, you bet, just by walking around. Okay. And um, and so the focus should be on just on getting more omega-3. Okay. Um, and so that's more the anti-inflammatory. Okay. Um, so that gets two. back to what you were talking about earlier with cold water fish. You can get yeah. a lot of omega-3 from that. Right. Where other, what are other places we can get omega-3? Yeah. Uh, Nuts, mm. tree nuts especially, and okay. seeds are a good one. Yeah. Okay. Um, um, Grass-fed yeah. beef. Sure. Yep. You can. Um, you know, another inflammatory, anti-inflammatory um, uh, nutrients are like 
beta carotenes and um, those you get like with the carrots and and um, colorful vegetables okay. and um, resveratrol that you get from red wine mm, and love that. yeah lycopene from um, cooked tomatoes especially oh, okay. so there are lots of really good anti-inflammatory um, ways to get anti-inflammatory mm-hmm. in your diet yeah okay yeah okay. Then I also wanted to talk about gut inflammation because a lot of people have system problems. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I know that the, the problems I had kind of went away when we went organic and grass-fed. Um, so I think it was, we, you know, we were cleaning up other things too. So I probably don't eat. I'm, I've never been a snacker. So that's not a big deal to me. But I think we eat more nuts now, um, things like that. So um, what is a great way to sort of get your system back onto track. Okay, so uh, your gut is your stomach, your intestines, right? Mm-hmm. And in there, it's it, this this the whole environment there is called your microbiome, mm-hmm. and your microbiome is actually very much responsible for your immune response. Oh. So if your microbiome is healthy, then you're going to have a really good immune response so that when you get inflammation, then your microbiome says, hey, you know, let's take care of this. And so anyway, there's a lot of focus on that right now, and it's Mm -hmm. exciting. And uh, But one of the ways that you can make sure that your microbiome is healthy is make sure you have a really diverse gut um, um, flora. So way to do that is is to... um, have probiotics, and those come in in things like yogurt mm-hmm. and fermented foods, you oh, know, okay. so, you know, kimchi, sauerkraut, you know, pickles, oh. you know, those kinds of things are all going to be fermented. Yeah. Um, and that adds to the microbiome. So... So you you want good gut bacteria mm-hmm. so that when the bad bacteria come in, they, like... Eat them up. Yeah. You know, so, yeah. Yeah. So it's and, a wrestling match. When we talk about yogurt, um, it's best to look at the label, is, has always been my rule of thumb. If there's a bunch of ingredients in the yogurt other than milk, um, might be uh, not so good for you. Well, good point, Tom, because you can eat yogurt and it's got all kinds of added sugars and colors and, yeah. you know, who knows what's in there? Um, and it's and it you're you're kind of that's not a big win, yeah. right? So maybe you're getting you know some of the you know the good bacteria, but you're 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 then you're counteracting that with a whole bunch of sugar. So yeah. yes, so so please just buy plain yogurt yeah. and add your own fruit, yeah, and, and you know make it. You know, but that way it's also versatile. You can add cucumber and, you know, and yeah. dill or They'd change do, it every day. You know, put it on your potato. I don't care what yeah. you do, but you, you salad you, dressings. Salad, you, yeah, sure. You yeah. know, if you really like creamy. In, infused balsamic. Yes. Mm. Mm. Beautiful. You know, I can remember yeah. when the fast food chain started bringing out things like parfait, yogurt parfaits, and I thought, that would be great. I rarely eat there for breakfast, but when I do, I could get a. So the first time I did it, I took the first bite, and it was like just getting a tablespoon of powdered sugar. Right. It was so yeah. – I, I hadn't actually yes. had powdered sugar for years, and it was just like, <laughs> oh, my God. So it was like, well, I can't eat that here. 
Yeah. Good you idea know? gone wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Right. So, so pay attention to what's in it. Yeah. Read the label. And, and how do you feel about like organic yogurt versus just plain yogurt? Is there for you, is there a big, I try to eat, uh, organic whenever I can. Mm -hmm. And, um, and so I would always choose organic over Mm non-organic. Um, they're just stringent, you know, rules about, you know, antibiotics and, you know, pesticides and mm. things mm-hmm. like the hormones yeah. you know, I, I don't want any of that Mm-mm. yeah right so yeah. and all of that impacts you so mm-hmm. so even when you think you're doing the right thing and eating a lot of yogurt again the that accumulation of things that maybe aren't that are in there that shouldn't be right you know so if you've, you're like i've been eating yogurt for years i'm great well and maybe if it's not the right yogurt that's exactly right. Mm-hmm. So you can make your own, you know, you can throw whole oats into yogurt and, yeah. you know, berries and some nuts. Sounds like my breakfast in John Day a couple overnight. of days last yeah. week. It was. Right. We amazingly found organic blueberries, organic oatmeal, and organic yogurt, yogurt down in John Day. At the, at the grocery store. This There's is only a, one grocery store, of course. And There's this is a like, town of 1,700 people. Yeah. But they did have that. They had it. So well, we ended up having some good breakfast. 1,700 smart people. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> With a DQ. <laughs> that's their big thing. <laughs> like, yeah, that's the, uh, the splurge. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Um, what else do we want to talk about? Is there anything else that you'd like to really bring up before we wrap it up? You know, I, I think the biggest thing is, you know, we our goal is to have a healthy body and a happy life, mm-hmm. right? So, so I think the biggest thing that we can do is is love ourselves enough to be good to ourselves. Yeah. And being good to ourselves doesn't mean that we go get that peanut butter parfait at the yes. DQ um, all the time or or McDonald's all the mm-hmm. time. Um, that should be a rarity. Yeah, and um, and so. If you fall in love with real food, yeah. because when you taste a beautiful, fresh raspberry, oh. oh my gosh, I mean, you fall in love with that versus, you know, that that cellophane-wrapped cake, mm-hmm. you know, at the grocery store. I mean, there is something beautiful in real, and, and I, I would just say... We need to focus more on enjoying those things that mm-hmm. that we have uh, yeah. at our disposal that are are real and mm-hmm. delicious and can be just as addicting. Yeah, right? they are. Yeah. yeah, I think there have been a lot of. Um, I read something one time about diets and how a lot of diets will say you cut everything out or you cut these things out for a week or ten days and then you can slowly add them in or or not do them at all. But the idea is that. If you have a lot of sugar in your diet and you don't go cold turkey, you never get it out of your system. You still want it. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what kind of you're saying is start wanting the real stuff. Exactly. You know, instead of being addicted to things that aren't doing anything good for you. Right, right. Because there's a lot of joy in feeling good. Yeah. Oh, and God. that's what we want. And, and you know, if you, if you focus on it well enough... Um, and find things that you love and, and do that often, 
then eventually it's going to pay back a dividend to you mm-hmm. in your in your good health and um all you have to do is 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 know a friend who's really suffering from cancer or heart disease or oh. rheumatoid arthritis or, or or eye disease or you know there's there are all kinds of things that chronic inflammation um causes causes and yeah. so you know we just want to stay away from that and yeah. as long as we can yeah and it's sort of easy to say it's not happening now so but it's now that you have to do something about it right right because yeah. it's just cumulative and and it's just remember that inflammation is is like this smoldering fire inside your body that never gets put out and it slowly eats its way into all kinds of areas, whether it's your brain and, and so you get Alzheimer's or your heart, your blood vessels, whether it produces cancer or whatever it does, you know, or it goes to your joints and, mm-hmm. and gives you arth- arthritis. So those are the kinds of things and so that inflammation causes. So the more often you can do something anti-inflammatory, you bring your own fire hose mm-hmm. to your body and put something good in it. Yeah. And that is is the message yeah. really. That's the best we can do. Yeah. 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 Oh, Kathy, this was so great having you here. Thank you. Oh, it's my pleasure. Yeah. Absolutely. This was really interesting. Well, I want to thank Kathy for coming out here. I want to say I want to thank Kathy for three things uh, oh, for, for coming out me. here and wow. doing this with us, and we, we hope, <laughs> we're looking forward to having you back. I know we're talking yeah. about maybe in the fall, in the November. Oh, that's when you're coming. Lovely. Yeah. And okay. then uh, I want to thank you for Salties and being a big supporter of Seattle Dining all the years that we've done it. Oh, we love Seattle Dining. And Absolutely. I want to thank Salties for being a major supporter of cooking with class that's by donating the downstairs room for the event each gosh, year we really really appreciate that yeah our whole team loves loves oh. you supporting know, that yeah it is it is really nice the whole staff will say oh it's our favorite paolo just the other day oh, we had yeah. seattle refined out and they filmed at salty's for cooking Thank class you. and uh Paolo was saying it's it's our favorite event. It's my favorite event, that, and we and you guys do a lot it's of events. Phenomenal, and if you haven't been, you should yeah. try and get a ticket. It's so fun. <laughs> There's still tickets available September 12th. So yeah, and you guys have done this. This is our 18th year. Yeah, and we've done yeah. it at Salty's every year. Every you guys year. have supported us so we well. It. We love it. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. All okay. right, we're gonna take a little break here, and then Connie and I'll be back with a couple tips and tricks. Support for Seattle Dining and the Seattle Dining Show is provided in part by Queen Anne Olive Oil. Explore their huge selection of flavor-infused olive oils and balsamics. Mix and match to create some unique taste treats. Take a field trip soon to the top of Queen Anne and experience oils and vinegars in a whole new way. Find more information at QueenAnneOliveOil.com. Hi, this is Ron, and I live in Walla Walla, Washington. One of my favorite restaurants is La Cocina de la Abuela, Grandma's Kitchen, where Manuel Perez and his 86-year-old mother make some of the best Mexican food you have ever tasted. Hi, this is Chef Jason Wilson, and you're listening to the Seattle Dining Show.
are back on the Seattle Dining Show with Tom and Connie, and we want to again thank Kathy Kingen for being here. That was really interesting to learn more about nutrition and anti-inflammatory foods and why things, why real food is good for you. So we're just about ready to wrap it up, but as you know, we like to end the show with some tips. Mine this year is a little uh, funny coming from me because I will always find something to worry about, but I'm saying relax and let it happen. Save your food dislikes for your kitchen and don't burden the wait staff in the kitchen at a restaurant with any crazy requests. Needless to say, if you've got serious allergies or something like that, and and they want to know that. They don't want you to have a bad time or end up in the hospital. You don't want to save your allergies for the kitchen, for your own kitchen? For your own kitchen. No. You gotta you got if you're going out, you gotta tell people. But I also want to say that chefs and culinary teams put these menu items together with purpose. They put a lot of thought into it. And just going out and saying, Well, well, I don't want that, but I want it I want you to do this to it and that to it and this to it. You know, enjoy what they've done. And especially during summer right now, it's the tourist season and there's a lot going on. A lot of people coming in, you know, busier times and, you know, they don't need craziness. Yeah, just let it roll. Let it roll. Uh, well, my tip uh, is that uh, it's a cocktail tip for summer. And you mentioned it earlier. Um, we made some mojitos. Mm-hmm. And every mojito recipe I've seen says to put simple syrup in. But I don't care for simple syrup. Mm-hmm. I don't like it. It's just sugar water. Um and I'd, I'd like something a little more robust. So we did these mojitos the other night, and we used maple syrup. Mm, mm, mm. And they were darn good. darn tasty. So, uh, you also, instead of using like a soda or a tonic, you used a La Croix sparkling. This happened to be tangerine that you put in there. Yeah. But you can do any kind of of uh, essenced sparkling water. It doesn't have any sugar in it. Just got that nice essence. Uh, with a mojito, uh, if I had it, I would have used like a lime essence type mm-hmm. of sparkling water. But anything will work. Yeah. You know, keep your cocktails evolving. Exactly. Something new all the time. All right. It is time to wrap our July show up. Thank you for joining us. If you're not already a subscriber to our online magazine, it's free to do so. Just head out to seattledining.com and click on subscribe free. And subscribe all your friends while you're at it, Yeah, too. just put them. They'll, they'll thank you. <laughs> <laughs> all right. We'll be back in August, and we'll see you then. Thanks for listening to another edition of the Seattle Dining Show. This program is a copyrighted production of Mixed Media and may not be reproduced in part or in whole without written permission of the legal owner, all right? However, feel free to share the link with all your friends on Facebook. Studio equipment for this broadcast was purchased locally at American Music, of Fremont icon. The views and opinions expressed on this show are exclusive to the hosts and guests and do not reflect those of former employees of Bill the Butcher, the Surrogate Hostess, the Beeline Diner, Louie's Chinese Cuisine, the Dog House, the Five Mile House, Charlie's, the Twin Teepees, Ocean Air, Benjamin's, the Madison Park Cafe, or any other lost Seattle icon. Subscribe free to our monthly magazine, online at seattledining.com and join us next time for another edition of the Seattle Dining Show.